second summer mini-sode. Second mini-sode of Herstory. On the rocks! So, as we said last week, this is normally a podcast where we talk about famous women in history. We talk about good women and bad women and fictional women and non-fictional women from all times and places because women have nuance. Um, and usually we're hanging out, we're drinking, we're talking about famous women, but we're on vacation, so we're taking a little break. Uh, we did a mini-sode for you last week, all about Stockholm Syndrome, and Allie has a very different kind of story this yeah. week. You're doing a top 10 for us, which I I'm am. so excited about. I just have been looking at our request list, and uh-huh. I think we're going to have to do another all-request season, oh, because it sure. is getting so long, and I have um, people on... Facebook, Instagram, and um, Patreon that are asking for more people that aren't even on the list yet. I was mm-hmm. like, we really got to get in and yeah. do do a lot more of these requests. So this is one um, that's been on the list for a while, and I've kind of avoided her because I thought her story might be too short. Mm-hmm. So I thought a mini-sode would be perfect. Ideal. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk about Shirley Jackson. Okay. Do you know anything about Shirley Jackson? No. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so, um, you might not remember her name. Most people mm-hmm. probably don't. But if you went to high school in the United States at any point after 1950, you've most likely read her most famous short story, The Lottery. Did you have to read that? No. So, <laughs> neither did producer. So, in a traditional school curriculum, you read this in um, your American literature class in okay. high school. It's... Uh, It was published in The New Yorker in the late 40s. And uh, a brief rundown of this story so that then we can talk about her um, is that it's set in a very small town. It's very like Hunger Games, the Reaping Day situation where everybody comes to the town square and the oldest male from each family picks a piece of paper out of a box one family has a dot on that piece of paper. Then they all put the papers back in the box. Uh, and let's say the family has four members, three members, five members. Everybody in that family picks a paper. And the one person in that family that has the dot gets stoned to death. <gasps> From every family? No. Oh, okay. So, like, the, the male who gets the dot, uh-huh. his family has to repick. Oh. And then whoever in that family <gasps> gets the dot gets stoned to death by everyone in the town. Oh, my gosh. Right after. So it's a like, I mean, it takes 15 minutes to read it. You can even listen to it, I think, on uh, NewYorker.com. But it's just one of those stories that leaves you Twilight zone Like, it leaves right. you sitting there like, what the hell? So Shirley Jackson, just in short, is very famous for being an American Gothic author. Her okay. novels are like that. Her short stories are like that. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Top okay. 10 cool <laughs> facts about Shirley. First, she's a Cali girl. She's from California, mm-hmm. which most people mistake her from being from the Northeast because it's kind of well, like, spooky. Yeah, we're so <laughs> spooky. You know, it's where the witches live. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't like moved to the east coast until very late in high school so she was born and raised in california around san francisco so she says she always missed the avocados and pomegranates once she came over here (laughs) the second really cool thing about her is that she was raised as a christian scientist so her grandmother was even one of like the faith healers in Christian science, but she definitely relayed stories about feeling angry when her mother and grandmother would like pray over her little brother who broke his leg instead of like taking him to the doctor. 
so interesting. Ellen DeGeneres also grew up in a Christian science house. Really? Mm-hmm. I like it's weird because it's like she expresses negative things like that. But then she when she went to college, she like listed her religion as Christian science. Hmm. So it's like she's still kind of identified within the realm of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Number three, she was kicked out of her first university, even though she ended up writing the, uh, you know, one of the short stories that defined that era in America. She uh, went to Rochester and spent way too much time hanging out in cafes with her friends. So she (laughs) failed out of school. Um, But she later went to Syracuse and got her degree. Number four, uh, Shirley met a guy named Stanley Edgar Hyman in college, and they fell in love and got married, but neither of their parents were in attendance for the wedding because um, her hubby, even though he was atheist, was raised in a very traditional Jewish family, and they his parents were not happy uh. with the fact that she was not Jewish. And um, Shirley didn't even invite her parents to the wedding because they were anti-Semitic. Oh. (laughs) So this was not a relationship that the parents were going to support. Bananas. Yikes. Number five, uh, she would get so depressed when her short stories were rejected. um, So her agent just wouldn't tell her. Like her agent was like a buffering board. Um, Like she would go a couple years at a time without anything being accepted to be published in magazines. And he would just be like, Oh, I don't know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I learned from Marjorie actually is that short stories are kind of, um, it was like how you made money as an author back then. Cause they would publish like, um, think of like, like JD Salinger and, um, F Scott Fitzgerald. Mm. They all wrote like short stories to support them while they were, writing like on their novel yeah. yeah so it was like the famous uh it was kind of like the finer art form okay. back then than a novel okay okay number six there are a lot of rumors when the lottery came out some were spread by shirley like i think in the in the short story the lottery happens every year on june 27th right but uh she says oh that's the one change the new yorker wanted was the date to the lottery which like is pretty much saying i wrote a perfect short story and they didn't want to change anything so weird oh but they had to because they they wanted to make one request yeah but one rumor (sighs) about shirley's lottery that is true is that she wrote it in one morning huh she was out at the grocery store doing her errands got the idea came home and wrote it before lunchtime while her baby was next to her in the playpen did she get the idea from taking the little ticket at the deli counter? I hope. That's what I would think. I hope. She's in, I, I think she was in Vermont at this point. I was going to say she was in a bodega, but that yeah. would have been a lie. <laughs> a lie. Okay, number seven. Uh, when this was published, much like H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds that he read on the radio, remember everybody freaked out? Because um, H.G. Wells read, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. A section of War of the Worlds, mm-hmm. and everybody freaked out because they thought it was real? Yeah. Similar thing happened to Shirley. She published a short story and the New Yorker kind of did a blend of fictional and non-fictional things. Uh. So people were like bewildered (gasps) with speculation. They were like, oh my gosh, where is this happening? She got all these letters in the mail. Um, Some people were just angry that it was published and were like, this is a disgusting story. And some people were like, let me know where this takes place so I can go and witness it. Whoa. Yeah. That's a terrible letter to get because yeah. you're like, well, you want to witness the murder of someone? Bizarre. Yeah. 
Um, number eight, cool thing about her, she had a shit ton of witchcraft books. <laughs> she <laughs> joked in interviews about being a witch. She, um, one time, like, a guy she didn't like broke his leg skiing, and she was like, yeah, well, he came into Vermont, and, uh, you know, my witchcraft can't cross state lines. So <laughs> once he got here, uh, he broke his leg. Like, like she was making up that she did it. And even <laughs> um, one of her book covers describes her as the only contemporary writer who is a practicing amateur witch. That's so great. <laughs> a practicing amateur witch what does that mean i i love it number nine her husband was a university professor and a contributor to the new yorker but she was the breadwinner she mm -hmm. made more than him off of her stories which is rare especially for that mm -hmm. time period um she wrote a ton of short stories for the new yorker for women's magazines and eventually she took all her short stories and compiled them in into a memoir which she uh ended up selling for like $2500 which was enough to buy a sports car back then which wow. she had several of really yeah okay she just sold her stories and bought cars <laughs> And number 10, uh, she was definitely inspired by the occult and would listen to people tell their poltergeist type stories. Uh -huh. But she did not believe in ghosts, huh. which is weird for somebody who wrote like American Gothic novels to not write and a self-professed witch, an amateur witch <laughs> to like not believe in ghosts. Interesting. Yeah. So those are the top 10 cool things about her life. She was um, very agoraphobic towards the end of her life. So this is just how she died. Um, but she had made a recovery towards the end. She was writing two books, but then had a sudden heart attack. Mm. Um, and it's sad because it was in the heart of her fame. Like she's one of oh. those authors who was famous while she was alive. Yeah. People really liked her. Um, and her, the two books she was working on were published in an unfinished format. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. So if you've ever wondered about the woman who wrote the short story you had to read in high school, there you go. <laughs> Didn't, like, Elizabeth Moss play her in a movie? I feel like there was, like, a bi I'm biopic of her. Of Shirley Jackson? Yeah, and I feel like Elizabeth Moss portrayed her. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. I th I'm, like, remembering it, like, flashes of this trailer. Um, because I also think... You gotta Google I, it I have to Google what she looks like because... Um, cause I think I've seen like a photo of her mm. and you know who else she looks like? I think. Who? Um, Shiv Roy. I think Shiv Roy would be really good. Yes. It was Elizabeth yeah. Moss. It is in the 2020 film. Shirley. Mm -hmm. but yeah. I Fun. think that the girl who plays Shiv Roy, um, Sarah Snook would also be a good, uh, casting for her. Mm. Elizabeth Olsen's pretty good too. Or Moss, Moss, Elizabeth yeah, Moss. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss. But, all right. Well, well that's I it. I love that so much. Yeah, that's Shirley. Um, she's one of those that I don't, I don't know. It probably could have made a whole episode, but we've got such a long list of women. I could yes. skip over just another chance to tell you more. Yes, perfect. All right. Well, we'll see you next week for a back to our regular scheduled episode <laughs> yeah we have we're we're coming in in the tail end of season 15 i think we have four more episodes this season mm -hmm. um and then we'll take our fall break one week mm -hmm. i think i think our in-between episode plan is gilmore girls right yeah. we're talking about the lady so. the women <laughs> of stars hollow 
So if you have any questions on our opinions about particular storylines or women or whatever, if you want our hot takes, start pumping them over. Let us know. And join us on Patreon if you can. Rate and review us. We'll see you after vacay. But never forget that well-behaved women don't write books where people get stoned. No, and they rarely make history. <laughs> Goodbye. listening to her story on the rocks we are independently produced by 1986 entertainment and proudly recorded in baltimore maryland if there's a woman in history you would like us to cover you can email us at herstoryontherocks at gmail.com you can also message us on twitter or instagram we post all of our cocktail recipes on tuesdays so that you can go get all the supplies you need and drink along with us see you next week bye